2: trillion down the drain kind of david williams is president of the taxpayers protection alliance what is exactly in this new spending bill he joins us now on the mark reardon program i'm ryan recker filling in hello david how are you i'm
0: doing okay i was expecting to hear how the grinch stole christmas uh considering what congress is doing to taxpayers with this massive massive spending bill i mean 1.7 trillion dollars 4,000 pages long and of course every member of congress has plenty of time to read it
2: (laughs) (laughs) like they would anyway doesn't matter how much time you'd give them someone just vote yes for the sake of voting yes because what do they care um okay i'm very concerned about this i think 1.7 trillion is a pretty big number and uh, considering all of the different problems we've had with the deficit And, of course, putting ourselves further into debt as a country could be a major problem in the future, as it's been already with inflation. So let's look at this bill by itself. And Mitch McConnell saying this is a good thing for Republicans. (laughs) It adds to defense spending. So what's wrong with that? And he's trying to spin this thing. What's your impression of it so far?
0: So, listen, this is just really bad on so many levels. Uh, First, it's the the amount, right? We're talking $1.7 trillion. We have a $32 trillion debt in this country. The deficit is over $1 trillion. So, the numbers are just scary, to say the least. And you talk about inflation. This is going to make inflation worse. So, there's that. And this doesn't have to happen. They don't have to pass this bill they could pass a short-term spending bill until the new Congress comes in. Now, that's important, because think about this. You have almost 90 members of Congress who have either retired or lost an election that are able to get their hands on this bill and put in earmarks and whatever they want into this spending bill. There's going to be zero accountability. Not that there's much accountability to begin with, but you have 90 members of Congress that are now getting projects and are getting money from this bill, and that's why it should be delayed till next year. And I have no idea what Mitch McConnell was talking about, saying this is good for Republicans. This is really bad for Republicans, and it's really bad for the whole country and all taxpayers.
2: Let me uh, play a clip from Senator Rand Paul. I so love him, but it's so great. Okay. He comes out and says. Congress, hey, we've had nine months to put something together. You couldn't get the job done in nine months. So you get another 90 day extension. Here we are in December and you print off a 4000 plus page piece of paper in the middle of the night. It's like 130 in the morning and you expect us to read this in 24 hours. He comes wheeling this thing out and it's obvious that no one is going to be able to go through this in time. And let me play this clip 14 for you. Go ahead, Debbie.
0: The American people don't want this. They're sick and tired of it. They're paying for it through the nose with inflation. Adding a trillion dollars to the deficit will simply fuel the fires that are consuming our wages and consuming our retirement plans. It's a terrible system. Someone needs to stand up. We're standing up, and we're going to say no.
2: Let me point out one other thing he mentioned as part of that justification. He said, sure, Mitch McConnell, you're out there saying that you're adding more money to defense. He said, our country being in this massive amount of debt puts us in jeopardy. I I see that as a uh, putting ourselves in basically a corner. And when it comes to our national defense, when we put ourselves in a corner financially, that is more threatening than anything extra you could be throwing at the military right now. If you wanna talk about spending your money wisely, put it into the right places, how about you don't put us in debt? Cause that's gonna put us in a worse situation than extra funding for our military. Uh, what are your thoughts on what Rand Paul said?
0: Yeah, isn't that right though? I mean, think about this is we're all concerned about national defense and we all should be, right? But if you look at what's happening is in order to pay for this bill, we have to borrow money from China. So we are going to be beholden to China making interest payments on the debt. So if you're really concerned about the defense of this country, why are you borrowing more money? Keep on borrowing more money and more beholden to countries like China. And we're going to see the interest on the debt, not the debt. The interest on the debt is going to be $400 billion a year. Think about that. This is just interest. This is like a credit card when you're paying off a credit card. You're just paying you know, the, the interest. That's what the government is doing at $400 billion a year. So how does that make us a more secure and safer country? It absolutely doesn't. Real spending cuts, real entitlement reform, that's where it starts. And you have a Congress that added 7,500 pork barrel earmarks to this bill. These earmarks were su- supposed to be dead. They're supposed to be long gone. But they, were, they brought them back this year. And now we see billions of dollars in earmarks,
2: President of the Taxpayers Protection Alliance, David Williams joins us on ninety seven one. Something else Rand Paul proposed. He said, "Get rid of this sixty vote stuff." I mean, if there were if the threshold was higher and Democrats and Republicans needed to actually put something forward that satisfied the people that were in Congress right now, do you think that would help, or do you think that even wouldn't even matter at a time like this?
0: I don't know if it would matter because really it takes leadership. It takes guts and courage from people like Mitch McConnell. Um, and what I don't understand about him saying this is a win for Republicans, Republicans are taking over the House of Representatives next month. So that's why you delay this bill. That's why you just do a short-term spending bill. So when they come back in January or if they bring this bill up, let say, in February, the short term, then you have the Republicans that can control a lot of the uh, of the spending and listen, Republicans aren't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But right now, it is a rubber stamp. It's a rubber stamp in the House, the Senate, and of course, uh, Joe Biden is going to sign this. It's uh, so I don't. Again, I really don't understand the comment by Mitch McConnell saying this is a victory for Republicans.
2: So military spending is what Mitch McConnell is focusing on in something like this. But there's a lot of other things that are included as part of this. Is there anything that stands out to you that is just people trying to sneak things in there, being real sneaky in some of their pet projects?
0: Oh, my gosh. $1.5 million to encourage people to eat outdoors in Pasadena, California. (laughs) I mean, really, this is $500,000 for a skate park in Rhode Island. Uh, I mean, there's no. there's, there's 7,500 of these. You have $5 million for the Universal Hip Hop Museum in New York City.
1: What? Okay,
0: <laughs> okay let's, th- let's think about hip hop for a second. $5 million, that's what some of these guys spend at the club on a Friday night <laughs> is $5 million. I mean, the taxpayer obviously should not be subsidizing any of this, but this is what's in the bill, and this is why every member of Congress should vote against it.
2: Yeah, you remember during the COVID spending, you had Pelosi buying new curtains Uh for the, like, (laughs) it's like all of this stuff has been adding up, and you wonder, same thing with the skate park. I watch videos on YouTube. You know what happens? People take their skateboard any public area they can find. They don't wait for skate parks like you need to be wasting money on that. And that's the problem. There's all these different areas. And maybe for them, they're like, oh, this is all fun and good. But man, we just can't afford this right now. And I think something Rand Paul brought up is smart. You can't be throwing this money out unless you offset it, meaning that you have to have something coming up that would justify you spending it in responsibly spending it, but we don't do that anymore, which puts us in a really tough spot.
0: Yeah, it does. And let's just get one thing out there is that there is no such thing as a budget in Washington, D.C. When you do your budget, when I do my budget and people listening do their budget, they go, how much money am I bringing in? What are my expenses? Oh, I have to cut some expenses here because I'm spending too much. What Washington does is we're going to spend a bunch of money and then at some point they go, oh, by the way, what's the revenue? I mean, the exact opposite of what happens uh, in normal America, right? So, therein yep. lies the problem is they already start out from the, you know, it, this non logic that they're using.
2: I, um, you know, I've seen a lot of different takes on this online. I saw NBC had a panel put together, and they essentially said this is a rebuke of MAGA Republicans. So, they're saying that this bill is the anti-Donald Trump bill. So this is a good thing because it's anti-Donald Trump. Have you seen that type of logic in the way that they're trying to justify getting their party excited? You know, all the the, the, riling up a lot of the different Democratic supporters that are throwing so much money out the window. That's a lot of ways how they're trying to get people excited, much like Mitch McConnell is saying that we're getting money for the military. On the other side, they're saying, well, this is anti-Trump, so you should like it that way. There's no win on either side here. No, and listen, this has nothing to do with Donald Trump. I mean, that logic is twisted beyond
0: the word twisted, right? It, it makes no sense. He's been out of office for a couple of years. I mean, this is Biden. This is the Democrats. This has nothing to do with Donald Trump. And, you know, obviously we heard yesterday that they're going to release his tax returns. Well, this pretty much cements in stone the $80 billion for the IRS, the additional $80 billion and 87000 new IRS agents. That's what this does. So this has nothing to do with Donald Trump. That's ludicrous.
2: President for the Taxpayers Protection Alliance, David Williams. So when you look at this and you start to break it down, a lot of wasteful voting, is there anything that could be done after this is passed, let's say before the end of the year to avoid a shutdown or whatever? Republicans get control next year. Is there anything that Republicans could do to prevent and kind of almost erase some of this uh, trillions of dollars that they're about to sign in
0: Yeah, I think the first thing they could do is, um, and I I don't want to get too bureaucratic, but, you know, hold hearings, but get rid of the earmarks. Start with the low-hanging fruit. Get rid of the the eating outdoors in Pasadena. Get rid of the skate park, the hip-hop museum. You know, these sorts of things, there needs to be a way to remove these from the final spending package, and that's what the Republicans need to do. And quite frankly, I think the IRS, this is going to be a bigger and bigger problem. And we've seen in the past where the IRS has released illegally the uh, tax information of people. So we need to really defund the IRS. These are a few things that I think, especially the IRS, because I think Democrats are as it's afraid of the IRS, as Republicans. Well, maybe not Democrats in D.C., but elsewhere in this country, because it's lower income folks that are getting audited. They've done studies that if you live in the Mississippi Delta region and you're making $25,000 a year, you have a higher chance of getting audited than Bill Gates does. And that's not <laughs> anecdotal. They have done these studies over and over again. So, you know, because they know that if you are a lower income person, the IRS can intimidate you. The IRS goes to Bill Gates and you're talking to 1,500 lawyers. You're not talking to him. But, and we've seen this over and over again. So I think. That's a potential, especially when Democrats find out that it is lower income folks that are being harassed by the IRS. So, I bet something I really think can be accomplished.
2: Yeah, we're in trouble. <laughs> There's so much trouble <laughs> when it comes to this. And it, it does trouble me, too, that we don't even blink an eye anymore. There's only, I would say, there was a time when there would be more senators that would stand up and say, hey, this is out of control when it comes to the spending. But the fact that there's only like three that will do it anymore is really troubling to me. And it just goes to show you that we will spend like drunken sailors and won't think twice about it. And we'll put ourselves into further problems in the future, higher inflation, we're going to keep chipping away at things like our retirement accounts to, to basically devalue them. And we look at all of the different crises that we have across the country, because this all plays into each other. And then what do we do? We do it all over again. We talk about more ways to spend more money yeah. that we don't have. It's just so troubling,
1: man.
0: Yeah. And you know they spend money like drunken sailors and we have the hangover, right? I mean, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst part of it. Taxpayers are left with the hangover. Yeah, and this well is one set. last thing. So there's there's 1.6 million dollars for the Leahy Center in Vermont. Now this is named after Senator Patrick Leahy. He requested this earmark. I mean, there's got to be some sort of law that you can't request an earmark for a center that's named after you. I mean, <laughs> are we really just that ridiculous that now we have members of? I mean, aren't you supposed to maybe be dead? Before you have something named after you, I see I see so many problems (laughs) with this. It's just it's just ridiculous.
2: Oh, that is great. (laughs) You need to fund something because it's named after me. Oh, before you know it, all the senators are going to be building statues of themselves. At their state capitals. Oh, don't, don't say that too loud. <laughs> oh, no, it'll be modest. It'll just be bronze at first, and then they'll go for gold later when they realize they can get away with it. Uh, President of the Taxpayers Protection Alliance. Uh, by the way, what's the website for that if people want to check it out?
0: We're at ProtectingTaxpayers.org. And please call your member of Congress before this vote and tell them you know, what you think and what you feel about this spending bill.
2: Yeah, and you can just all you got to do is get a hold of them, and they have two words for them: stop it, stop it. Yes. David Williams, Taxpayers Protection Alliance. Thank you for coming on today. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you very much. Merry Christmas.
2: Merry Christmas to you. Uh, writer for the Federal uh, Federalist, Mark Hemingway is going to join us after the break, and more that we learn about big tech companies and their abuses, and how they're intertwined with the government, and some of the latest revelations from these twitter files we'll talk to him about that coming up after the break i'm ryan recker filling in 971 fm talk get more at 971 talk.com we really
0: need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch